Erotica by Madonna was released as the title track and lead single from the singer's fifth studio album on September 29, 1992. Its central theme and the imagery surrounding it would bring controversial attention to Madonna that had never been experienced before or since, and whilst it would be part of the reason why the album sales would drop significantly from her previous releases, there can be no doubt that the LP is a firm favourite among many of the singer's fans. The single fared well in the charts, reaching top 5 in the UK, Spain, Sweden, Australia and the US, and hitting the top spot in Greece and Italy. But the song would only get to 23 in France, 13 in Germany and 15 in Austria, territories that had previously embraced Madonna so warmly. Erotica was divisive, but 28 years after its release, we can look back on it objectively and study it not only purely as a song, but as a production, a piece of art, and the oral introduction to Madonna's new alter ego, Dita. The video for the song would be one of many shots by a fashion photographer, in this case Fabian Baron, who was, at the time, the creative director of Harper's Bazaar. The video was made in conjunction with Madonna's sex book, which was also designed by Baron and featuring photography by Madonna's long-term collaborator Stephen Meisel. The book would come with an alternative version of Erotica, known simply as Erotic, and its arrangement is more like a second song than merely a remix, with additional lyrics which reach further towards the theme of sadomasochistic sex. I'll be playing you that version, along with demo recordings, raw vocal takes, samples used in the song, and an interview with the song's co-writer Tony Shimkin. So for now, sit back, listen, do as I say, as we go Inside the Groove. My name is Edward, and I'll be your podcaster tonight. Or this morning, or this afternoon, whenever it is you're listening. Now, this episode is going to be a slightly different format to the previous ones. Erotica has no multi-track available for us to dissect and to listen to isolated recordings from the studio's session. They've never leaked. In fact, nothing from the Erotica album has ever leaked, which means we can't do our usual show. However, I had to choose this song. It's such a fan favourite. And additionally, there's a wealth of material available for us to be able to build up a picture of the song. Over the years, there have been numerous interviews with the collaborators, demos have leaked, and also available to us is the a cappella recording session, so we have the individual tracks of most of the song. But we don't have a full picture. In fact, some of the interviews contradict each other. And I can't be sure which demos were recorded in which order. But I can present you with the evidence, and you can make up your own mind. Because, if nothing else, it's really interesting to go back and revisit this song. I was 22 when Erotica was released. I had become, by this point, a mega, mega Madonna fan. But we hadn't had any new Madonna content for nearly two years. And when This Used To Be My Playground was released over the summer, it wasn't quite the Madonna that I wanted to hear. Erotica was though, and I adored the controversy that surrounded the release. Looking back, 
It wasn't necessarily the best career move for Madonna, but she recovered. And what we can be sure of is that she did what she wanted to do. And many of the interviews that I'm going to read out to you also support that theory. But first, let's take a step back and see where Madonna's career had been for the previous year or so before Erotica's release. 1991 had been a fallow year for Madonna, musically at least. Rescue Me had been released as a single in the US and a few months later in the UK and across Europe. The United Kingdom in particular had had a number of re-releases of Madonna's greatest hits off the back of the Immaculate Collection. Meanwhile, Madonna had focused on the silver screen. Firstly, Madonna had turned up at the Oscars with Michael Jackson in tow to perform sooner or later from the Dick Tracy movie. In Cannes, France, she launched Truth or Dare, also known as In Bed with Madonna, sporting a new brunette look. This was for Madonna's forthcoming role in the Penny Marshall film A League of Their Own. The sports comedy drama also featured Tom Hanks, Gina Davis and Rosie O'Donnell. Madonna would play a character called All The Way May. She'd received favourable reviews for this movie that was shot largely in Chicago. And it was while she was in Chicago that she started to form ideas for her next long playing record. Madonna had had an enormous success with Vogue. Rescue Me, also co-written and produced with Shep Pettibone, had been very popular, certainly with fans, and it was a natural progression that Madonna would want to work with Shep again. This time, Tony Shimkin, Shep's assistant, would play a greater role in the recording process, and he recalled when talking with Billboard magazine how they had been enlisted. He said, After doing the Immaculate Collection and Rescue Me, she let us know she was working on a new album and wanted us to be involved in the writing. Seeing as I was a musician and writer and Shep was more of a DJ and remixer, we collaborated on the writing of the tracks for the Erotica album. We went up to meet her in Chicago post Vogue, where she was filming A League of Their Own. So we met with her and started to get to work on some music and sent it to her as we were working our way through it. She would come into New York and have a book full of lyrics and melody ideas and we started writing together in Shep's home studio. I believe the first time she was in New York for an extended period, we were working on Deeper and Deeper, Erotica and Bye Bye Baby. She's very driven. There's never a period of feeling it out. It was diving in head first. Shep, meanwhile, recalls a feeling of dissatisfaction with those early songs. He said, I remember when Madonna and I first started working together on Erotica. We were listening in my home studio to one of the first songs and I turned to her and said, it's great, but it's no Vogue. She told me that not every song could be Vogue. Not every cut could emerge as the top selling record of all time. She was right, but I pressed my case anyway. I guess I'm always trying to outtop myself, I told her. The next thing should be bigger than the last. Madonna just turned and looked me straight in the eye. It had been a long time since I'd been starstruck by her, but she was glowing differently now. Shep, she began, no matter how fierce something is, you can't ever do the same thing twice. She sat down to record the final vocals on Erotica and looked out onto the terrace into the New York City night. Ever, she repeated. 
Shep said Erotica was four different songs throughout the process. She loved the groove, she would sing it one way, background vocal, harmonies and all, and then decide to erase everything and start over again. Every version was very good, shame she made me erase stuff. Well, not everything was erased as you can hear. So this is a song which has become known as Love Hurts and it may well be the earliest version of Erotica, we can't be sure. So how come these recordings exist? Well, it was quite common for the producers to run off versions of songs so they could be listened to by the record company or even by the artists themselves. And as you can hear, most of what became Erotica is already intact. As 1991 turned into 1992, Madonna turned from brunette to blonde. Slowly, actually, if you're a fanatic about her hair in the way that I am, almost as much as her music, she actually did the recolorization in several stages and went to a dark ginger, then a lighter ginger, then a dark blonde before becoming fully blonde. And this process was possibly part of the start of the sex book. This was a collection of erotic photographs and I'm not going to go into too much detail about it but of course the theme of the books and the theme of the song erotica plays a part but you can hear from this early version that it's still in there somewhere. And of course while the chorus is very different the verses are very familiar to us. Some of the lyrics are almost identical to the finished album version of Erotica. And if you want to know exactly what she's singing, then Love Hurts is available out there for you to listen to. Just look it up on YouTube. Now this is where we have to play detective a bit, because which came first? Madonna's idea for the sex book, or the lyrics for Erotica, slash Love Hurts, and the other versions of the song? Tony Shimkin filled us in with his interview that was in ID magazine. Shep and I would work on tracks and send them to her. She'd get her ideas together, then we'd all work on the tracks together in the studio in New York. We'd lay down vocals and melodies and develop the tracks further. Madonna always had a running book of lyric and melody ideas she was looking to incorporate into her music, so all she really needed was the inspiration of a track to spark that. At this particular time, she was working on the sex book, and I believe she always had a vision for this album. She's highly creative and determined and knows exactly what she wants to do. I don't see that she ever goes haphazardly into the studio and just sees what happens. Shep said that he told her, you have all these great stories in the book, why don't you use them in the song? He said, I knew Madonna was developing a 1930s dominatrix look for erotica, but I didn't realize how far she was willing to go before I saw sex. It contained stories authored by her mysteriously dark alter ego, Dieter. Madonna took the book and walked out of the room and didn't come back until about half an hour later. Suddenly, she was on the mic, speaking in this very dry voice. My name is Dieter, she said, and I'll be your mistress tonight. 
I knew that the original erotica would never be the same again, and it wasn't. The chorus and bridge were changed entirely, and the whole psyche of the song became sexier, more to the point. It seemed as if Dita brought out the best in her, actually serving as a vehicle for the dangerous territory she was travelling. Actually, it was the same name Madonna used when she'd stay in hotels around the world. Not anymore. Dita, Madonna's alter ego, was based on the German actress Dita Parlow. And as you can hear here, the familiar bassline is now intact, although it would be junked and then re-added at some point in the process. The song's definitely got a much more grungy feel to it. And although this version is more familiar to the album version we know, it's missing a lot of the My Name Is Dita style lyrics, so it's quite possibly a version that came before Love Hurts, we'll never know. But they would carry on working on the track, and the beat gave Shep some sort of inspiration. He said, Raw was the goal with this track. Erotica was very musical at one point. It went through many adaptations until it got to the final album version. The Cool and the Gang sample gave it a dark, mysterious vibe. Being a DJ first with DJ ears, I heard their track Jungle Boogie in my head over the song. I went and found the album in my library, wrote it over the existing erotica track, and it worked. And if you don't think you're familiar with Jungle Boogie, you might recognize it when I play it over the top. So I'm sure you recognize those horn pieces from the final erotica version. And there's another demo for us to listen to. This one's also known as You Thrill Me, because again, it's got that chorus in it. Um, a different bass line this time, somehow reverting to an earlier version. But with lyrics in that are much more familiar to the Finnish version, and also including the Jungle Boogie sample. This is sounding much more like the version we know. And you'd be forgiven for thinking that this doesn't sound very much like Vogue or Rescue Me. Indeed, if anything, it's more like Justify My Love, as Madonna explored a darker underground feel to her music. But whilst it's getting there, it's still not quite erotica, and it still has this chorus. And if you're familiar with Madonna's Confessions Tour from 2006, you'll recognize these lyrics and melody. When she performed Erotica, it was a reworking of this version. Now, I mentioned that there were no stems from the song, but I did say that there were some vocal takes. And if we listen to those now, we get more of an idea of how the song was constructed. If I take you from behind, Push myself into your mind when you least expect it. Or you try to reject it. If I'm in charge and I treat you like a child, will you let yourself go wild? Let my mouth go where it wants to. 
So you can hear the backing track quite loudly in the background. Madonna's not wearing headphones. And it seems to be the most recent version of You Thrill Me that she's singing or speaking along to. Um, there's loads of uh, takes available, including the remix section, which sounds like this. Only the one that hurts you can make you feel better. Only the one that inflicts the pain can take it away. And then we have the sung section. Erotic, erotic, put your hands all over my body. Erotic, erotic, put your hands all over my body. Erotic, erotic, put your hands all over my body. Erotic, erotic. Now that sounds like it's been sampled and chopped up and possibly manipulated as well. And you'll notice that we can no longer hear the sound of the track in the background. When I spoke with Tony Shimkin a few weeks ago, I asked him about that issue and he was able to elaborate on it a little. Uh, most of the vocals for that album were recorded in the project studio at Shep's. Um, sometimes you either headphones can be very loud or a singer will take one ear off uh, mm -hmm. to hear themselves better. But we were recording with a, a Shure SM57, which is not your, no. you know, two twenty-five hundred dollar uh, Neumann eighty-seven studio mic you'd normally use, or uh, you know, one of these high-end microphones that uh, you're used to using on the final version. And um, a lot of those vocals were kept. Sometimes we recorded because we were just trying to get the idea down without the headphones at all, so the speakers would be on but not too loud. That is probably the reason you hear a lot of the leakage. Um, and the vocals might not sound, you know, if before they're processed as good as something on a higher quality microphone. But those are the microphones that, you know, that the SM58 that, that artists use when they record or when they perform live. I also asked Tony about the fact that the song doesn't sound overproduced. The lo-fi aspect was intentional on Shep, even one as far as like recording with Dolby and on a, on a two-inch tape machine at 15 IPS, which was kind of how things used to be recorded when tape machines didn't run at 30 IPS or, you know, certain records were created that way and it gave it a warmth. What you're hearing here is the song El Yom Olika by Lebanese singer Feroz. Madonna had already used this sample in the Beast Within remix of Justify My Love, but its use in erotica caused, that word again, controversy, after Farah's claimed her vocals had been used without consent. This led to a lawsuit that was settled out of court. I asked Tony Shimkin about the change in direction of the song. The original version, um, then there was the idea that we're going to be doing this version of erotica for the book but it should be a different version yeah and that became very middle eastern in nature in, in nature with finger symbols and and much dirtier baseline and a darker 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 feel um some of that got translated to the album version of it as well and so it's kind of a hybrid um the album version i think is a hybrid of what like what it used to be and what it became for the book version. And I think a lot of it also was influenced by maybe, you know, the content and the premise of the song was, you know, it's like this has to be sexy and dirty and filthy in a way. And <laughs> the video certainly supports that. 
Erotic was released a month later when the sex book was published. It came in a sealed silver foil package and within that was the CD of this version of the song. My name is Dita. I'll be your mistress tonight. I'll be your loved one, darling. Turn off the light. I'll be your sorceress. Your heart's magician. I'm not a witch. I'm a love technician. So that's the story of Erotica as best I can compose it. And hopefully you've learned something. And no doubt there are some of you that probably know other parts of the story. If so, let me know. Take to Twitter or Facebook where Into the Groove has an account and you can tell me exactly your interpretation of the events that constructed Erotica. I'm going to play you out with something rare in a short while, but just to let you know that the next episode will finally be Into the Groove. Yes, you heard right, Into the Groove, the 1985 track. I'll be deconstructing it, giving a bit of the story behind it, and playing you that fantastic bass line. But to play out this episode, I'm going to play you the a cappella of You Thrill Me. I hope you've enjoyed listening. I hope you enjoy listening to this bit of Madonna singing. And you'll hear from me again soon. You are who you are. And I want to change a thing. All the pain that love can bring. What can I do? I'm so in love with you Thrill me Surround me, you feel me You send me You put me in a trance You fill me Inside me, you take me You thrill me You put me in a trance